Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to 15 Minute You. I'm Evan Zork. That's my brother, Matt. We back. We back. And this is 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. Today, we're going to discuss a couple football topics, but as you folks may or may not be aware, Amazon.com just released the greatest documentary of all time because it is about the Michigan Wolverines. Slow down, slow down. Oh, it's the greatest. It's the greatest. Jesus. Okay. We got to warn you folks before we get into today's episode, this is a very Michigan Homer-centric podcast. So this is your warning, caution tape. If you are not along for that ride, please step out now. Uh, We deliver fair and unbalanced, or excuse me, fair and unbiased analysis here at 15 Minute U. I don't know what he's talking about. Homers. That's the guy who wrote a poem, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. But before we get to that, let's talk a little bit of college football news and notes lately. You ready, Evan? Let's do it. So we're going to start in the South. Let's start with Alabama. Mm -hmm. First story out of Alabama. Bear Bryant's great-grandson signs with the Crimson Tide. News or not? Is it like breaking news and let's analyze this for 20 minutes? No, but is it like kind of a cool, somewhat uplifting story? Like, oh, that's cool. His grandson now playing there. I bet he'd be proud. Sure. We're on the scale of 0 out of 10, it doesn't matter at all, 10 out of 10, it absolutely had to happen. Would you put Nick Saban signing Bear Bryant's great-grandson to the team? I'm not sure I know what you mean by that. Like 10 out of 10, he absolutely had to do it. Zero out of zero, it really Like matter. they would have ran him out of town. Um, I think Nick Saban has built up enough karma there. He can pretty much do anything <laughs> short of murdering a guy, and he'll be fine. Even then, I don't know, man. Like he's won a lot of national championships. Um, I don't think it would have been good from a karma perspective, though. That would have just been uh, tempting fate, and I would, I would have advised against it. I, res- I respect the, uh, the karma argument. That's mm-hmm. fair. Other news out of Bama. LeBron's got beef with Saban's Barber Talk show. Are you on Team Saban or Team LeBron? I'm on Team Saban, man. And just for the folks at home, like, we're from Cleveland, (laughs) diehard Cleveland fans. You know, love the Cavs. Uh, LeBron, like, you think you invented talking in a barbershop? I'm sorry. Like, no. No, 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 no. And who's going to be like, oh, you know? I was watching this barbershop show with Nick Saban, and I got really confused because he looks a lot like LeBron James. No, like, <laughs> no, one, no one's going to confuse those two shows. I don't I – don't, I hope this – if it comes to a lawsuit, I hope it gets thrown out. I don't see it coming to a lawsuit. Do you, does LeBron have a – not from a legal perspective, but does he have a cultural upper hand in terms of owning the corner on barbershop talk shows? Uh, I don't know. I mean, so what we're what we're beating around the bush is Ron James being an African American, Nick Saban being a white guy. But Nick Saban Are was we the beating only around one. the bush. I said it's cultural. I uh, no, I know. I'm just saying. Um, when you mean cultural, that's what that's what you're referring to. Uh, I would say Nick in Nick Saban's episode, he was the only white guy there. So I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It's not like. I, it, I don't think anything legally will happen. I think LeBron's just saying, get off my block. No, I don't disagree, but I, yeah, I don't see this going anywhere. Uh, and I think Alabama should keep doing it. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was cool. And nobody has to worry 
Steve Spurrier is back in the land of football. Whew, I was really nervous. Officially coaching the Orlando Alliance of American Football Team. What are your you have a take on uh, Okay. The old ball I coach being back? I didn't know what the Alliance of I didn't know of his existence <laughs> till I read that he signed with them. Um so I don't think that's Same. a great look for the league. I thought <laughs> Like for it's a, a great there, you got I, Steve Spurrier. It's a great look for the league. It's a great look for a second there though. I thought that the XFL had changed its name and I didn't realize it at some point. Like I thought he was going to work <laughs> in WWE. Um, will this make you tune in for a game though? I well yeah exactly. I was about to say yeah, and now I'm just no. I I I really wouldn't. Um, what I need Steve Spurrier to do though is to get a Twitter account. Um, <laughs> Spurrier, dude, he would be amazing. Um, uh, does have one, but it's just not. I think I I I would put Spurrier in his prime up against Lane in his prime in terms of like epic college football trolls. Those are my one and two. Yeah, I mean, I'll buy it. God, so good, so good, so mistaken. So, all right. Uh, so that's it for the general news. You ready to move on to episode one of All or Nothing Faith, Family, and Football? Let's do it. Evan, what's your first take? Um, so just overall, I enjoyed the episode. I think I'm going to really enjoy the documentaries. We're going to do these one by one. They're what you can say is they're very well done. Um, Amazon definitely sunk a lot of money into it, I think. Uh, I think it's an interesting look at behind. I think if you're a football fan, you you would at least find it somewhat interesting. This kind of behind the scenes look at a, at a college football season. I think, and we'll get into this more. Um, you know, I bet a lot of people in Columbus aren't going to be able to handle it because it is very pro Michigan. Um, I don't I, think anybody in Columbus will watch it. Yeah, I, I expect viewership to be very low in Columbus. But overall, I think it's good. I, I mean, it's narrated by Tom Harmon's son, Mark. I thought that was a very nice touch. Uh, Mark Harmon, Heisman Trophy winner at Michigan. Excuse me, Tom Harmon. Uh, Mark of NCIS fame slash every grandfather's hero. Uh, what were your general thoughts about it before we get into specifics? I should be shocked if anybody outside of Ann Arbor watched it. Like, People don't like Michigan unless you're a Michigan fan. Like nobody's like, ah, my team's out. You know what? I'm rooting for Michigan. I, well, unless you're in basketball. My experience, I, I have not really heard that. Uh, so far, I think it's a Michigan hype video. Um, we'll see how it goes. Now, being a huge Michigan fan, I've I really enjoyed it. I thought uh, the opening scene was mm-hmm. great. It showed like the that Harbaugh ice cream story. He. I thought he was a lunatic before, but I'm like, oh my god, you, you might be crazier than I initially thought, which is hard to imagine. But he's, you know, the seven year old version of himself. No, sir, I don't like ice cream. Yeah, my father told me not to take money from other people. They're they're trying to buy him an ice cream. He's like, no, sir, I don't. No, sir. Yeah, and then he just like evolves into this begrudging, like, no, the rest of the season, I'm not taking any free ice cream, and it's just like that. <laughs> I'm not surprised if that, you know, no idea if that story's true, but based on what I know about adult gym, I'm sure child gym that that's true. Oh yeah, could totally see that. Uh, going along with the Michigan hype video, the like scene where they pan across all the pictures that I just that, 
that left me with a raw. Those are the worst Michigan fans. That they're like these are Michigan men, and it pauses on a picture of Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man, you know. Like can't possibly have that swill. Uh, Rich Rod or Brady uh, Hogan. Don't get me started on Rich Rod, dude. I don't want to divert a whole podcast to how he got <laughs> Rogered. All right, it's just like. Oh my God, enough with this. If you guys are really not open to having other people as your head coach, you are no longer going to be the winningest program in college football history. Yeah, I It's do, not going to last. I do think the Michigan man mantra narrative is like the most annoying thing about the yeah, Michigan fan Yeah, it really... You know who's not an Ohio State man? Urban Meyer. But you know who kicks our ass every single year? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, see, that's a reasonable thing. Urban Meyer is an Ohio guy, yeah. grew up in Ohio, yeah. but went to Cincinnati, uh, like, totally fine. I don't know why we can't act like there's other reasonable people. Probably because, like, when we try to hire Michigan coaches like Dan Enos, they work there for a half hour and then roll to Alabama. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. The Rome scene. Yeah. There's all this, like, background about the criticism you know, playing from, like, talking heads or radio or whatever mm-hmm. about, like, why are they going on this trip? How does it help you be a better football? Like, it doesn't help you be a better football player. Of course it doesn't. This yeah. is about recruiting and going to recruits and being like, hey, guys, you know what we do? We go to Rome. You want to come to Michigan? You can also go to Rome. Or this year's team went to France. So you got to win the recruiting game to stay relevant. That's That's all it's about. Yes, and I also think, like, good for the players. Get to like everyone should go to Rome. You know, what I mean, if you can, if you have the ability. So if someone's willing to pay for it, uh, that trip looked like way. I mean, I assumed it was fun before I saw this documentary, but that trip looked way more fun than uh, I had originally thought. I'm glad they got to go. I'm sure they learned some things. You know, Harbaugh says to one of his players when they're in, um, are they in the Coliseum? I they might be. Anyways, they're. Some Roman landmark says, you know, learning doesn't just take place in the classroom. I think that's true. I think it's great. And, yes, it was about recruiting. But, like, whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know why. Like you said, they were playing all these clips of, like, talking heads poo-pooing on the trip. I don't like, guys, just let the kids enjoy their trip. I don't don't get it. But, Matthew. It's also absurd that an American football coach gets a one-on-one with the Pope. That was wow. – how did he pull that off? Like that was so seconds. absurd. Hey, I'm Jim. Here's a helmet. This is my <laughs> wife. Nice to meet you. It was like one-on-one is strong. With the, the pope? pope? The Pope was like walking down a hallway. And no, 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 no. They got it. His wife were standing there. You don't get that close to the Pope without using about 17 million strings to get there. Oh, I mean, yeah. Some Michigan booster knows someone that works at the State Department that had to pull some favors. Uh, of that, I'm certain. Um. Yeah, dude. Can we also – you dismiss this too quickly. There are over 100 people on that football team, correct? Yeah. They're all flying with yeah. all of their stuff to Italy. How do they get all the helmets and the equipment there? They used an airplane, dog. A like, separate plane? Like, a, is that, a, that with, a, with a massive cargo? I don't – I don't know. A high school football team, You on a high school team, you have a separate bus that, that only has equipment on it. Just equipment. Michigan boosters probably have more money than God. Like, he met the Pope. I'm not surprised that they have the logistical network to get all their football stuff here. I don't know why you're so hung <sighs> up on this point. Um, there's that scene at the where they do their last practice in Rome, and then yeah. they turn and they're like, 
can we sing our fight song to you? I, I was just like, man, this is so awkward. What are you doing? Uh, it's so <laughs> it's think that awkward weird? as a <laughs> uh, guy that knows like a little bit about like arranged quote unquote cultural exchanges. Like, yeah, it would not surprise me if you know all the organizers were like talking to someone at the yeah. U.S. Embassy and they were like, you know, it'd be great. Would be like if you guys did this. Uh, as like a kind of given back to the city. Like, I'm sure sure that was not Jim's idea, is my point. Right, it pans back on the crowd, and there's the one guy in the front row just raises his fist. Like, he knows the fight song. That guy's a Michigan fan or grad or something, Mm -hmm. because every time he's like, hail with the fist up. Everyone around him, though, is just like, what are they doing? We thought they were playing football, now they're all singing. What's happening? Non-Michigan fans, you should at least give the first episode a chance just to see this (laughs) Italy part. It's actually pretty funny. Matthew, I have a theory. Are you buying this? The reason Michigan struggled in 2017 is because when Jim Harbaugh went to Fonte (laughs) di Trevi with his family, it's a fountain in Rome, and he threw a quarter in or whatever, and you make a wish, and all your wishes are supposed to come true. Jim Harbaugh said his wish out loud. Right, which Don't you never do. say your wish out loud, Jim. It doesn't become true. Were you born an adult? Did you never learn that as a child? Thanks a lot, Jim. That's why we didn't do well in 2017. His middle school daughter is there correct Addie Harbaugh was trying yeah. to do her darndest to get her dad to shut up. And he's just like, was like, oh, what? And she, she punches him twice, which was amazing, and goes, stop. You can't say it out loud. Season was over right then. I can't remember when they went to Italy. June. We should have just phoned it in. <laughs> Called it a day. Thanks a uh, lot, Jim. It's that or they lost 10 starters on defense from the year before and uh, had just pretty inept quarterback play all year. True. One of those. Either the yeah. fountain thing or the how young the team was. But who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know. Let me ask you something. After the yep. Italy scene, there's another. Yep. There's a scene where uh, the the players are moving into the dorms, right? And it's yeah. actually good. Jim shows up. He gets lost with a mom. It's pretty comical um, in this dorm looking for places. But did you notice the state of the dorms? Like, I yeah. didn't really think they were that. They they weren't bad. It wasn't like they were terrible. But they were, if you'd asked me to describe the dorms that Michigan football players live in. I would have guessed that they are palaces. I would have guessed that, you know, they have all this iPads, like, built into the walls. I don't know why you would have that. They're they're student athletes, just like all the other students there. I mean, Harbaugh said, I lived in this dorm. I'm just saying, I was surprised. Um, Do you think... They were pretty nice. I I, I thought it was nice enough. Um Beds, they had the big computers all set up. They had the, you know, standard, I don't know, standard dorm. Like a little little common room, little I, I just guess stuff I, going on. I wouldn't imagine student-athletes at Michigan to live in standard dorms. So that's where yeah. I was surprised. But you were not surprised by that, for the record. Yeah, I, I didn't think they were too outlandish. I mean, how much money do you have? You just went to Rome and you took all your football True, that's true. That's lot, where man. the budget went. Do you think the dorms are that nice in Columbus and or Tuscaloosa? Um, I'm sure they're that nice. You don't think they're nice. I think they're I think, similar. I, so My freshman I'm year, old. I lived in the athlete dorm in uh, Penn State, so it was not no. that different. You were also a track athlete. Uh, Evans lived down on the same floor as me. Fair. 
Fair. What? You had those weird showers with the stalls that didn't go all the way down to the floor. I remember yeah. visiting you one time. You had yeah. the turtle. We let that turtle like run, run loose. That was funny. Anyways, okay. Well, I guess I just imagined football players living in in palaces. Well, turns out they don't, right? Yeah. Sorry, Evan Royster is who I was talking about. But anyways, same floor, freshman year. Porter Hall. Well, either way, dorm situation was fine. Very fine. Very, very fine. fine. Yeah. Moving forward, uh, the episode one ends with at the Florida game. A lot of hype going in. You know, you fr- I forgot that they didn't announce the starter until um, the essentially the game started. Yeah, and yeah. I thought all the news coming out of Ann Arbor was clear there was going to be speed. So I don't, I remember not being surprised, but then you just had I was like shook just watching that and remembering how agonizing last season's football was watching Speed and Acorn just be absolutely mediocre. Like when the in any sport because they look great in some of the practice clips. Yeah, I thought yeah. Ocorn showed good command and he was like dialing it up. To me, Ocorn seemed more vocal leading up to the game who knows how this thing was edited or whatever yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. maybe they were trying to make o'corn look better than speed because you could do that but who knows o'corn was definitely to me like in the scenes louder a little bit more moxie hitting mm-hmm. throws better definitely a better scrambler um whether in this documentary or in real life so i was like oh maybe he should have been the guy but then you know both of them go out and it's just like turnover city yeah absolutely and i think um, I think one, we were probably going into last season, you know, as like kind of diehard fans, a little more tuned in than like other people, but they do a good job about like overlaying national, like talking heads talking about like, who's going to be the Michigan quarterback. We don't know. We don't know. Although I would say, I think they show a couple scenes with like Pep Hamilton, Jim Harbaugh, Tim Dravino, all sitting in and like kind of the way they were talking to me, it seemed like they were leaning towards speed well before yeah. the Florida game. Uh, oh, agree. Every scene that Harbaugh's in, he goes, right now I'd have to give the edge of speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> to your point of, you know, you forgot how bad that game was a struggle. You know, speed, on what, before he throws those two picks, uh, they have him mic'd up in the huddle, and he's like, says to the offense, like, all right, guys, this is a touchdown play. Let's do this, and then go relax on the sidelines. And, like, sure enough, uh, he hits Tariq Black for, like, a 25-yard touchdown. And I'm like, man, watching this documentary, I'm like, man, I don't remember it going this well. And then, like, the next— Was that two... Speed or O'Corn? No, that was Speed. And then the okay. next two plays in a row that they show Speed throwing the ball, he throws interceptions, one of them for a touchdown. And I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, this game sucked. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cut, beautiful cut job right at, uh, at halftime. So. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, Amazon finished. So they cut the game. The episode ends, at, they're going into half. And I think, is it O'Corn says to Speed or Speed says to O'Corn, like, who's in? As in, right. who's in next half? And the, and the other guy's like, Go, oh, O'Corn goes, sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Amazon just finished the game. Like Jesus, I I didn't appreciate well, that part of the documentary. Next week, Evan, we'll have to tune in. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. It's good to be back here with you and with my wonderful co-host Evan. Remember, you yes, can sir. find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, 
Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend about 15 Minute You. We got a lot better last year, and we only got better things to come as we go into Season 3 of 15 Minute You. Can't wait to bring you more news and updates in the college football world, as well as future episode recaps of All or Nothing Michigan Football. Whatever you do, folks, don't pick them like my brother. Don't pick them like my brother. All right, that wasn't so bad. A little rust. Little rusty. We're a little rusty. It's okay. We'll yeah, get, we'll get our mojo back. You know. Now, yeah, there's future scenes with uh, Gary's mom, so we'll. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Three. We'll loop. We'll loop back to that. I'm gonna turn off in three, two.